0: This, this. 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 is
1: mythical. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we are doing something totally new for us. Experimental. Um, we're going down the rabbit hole. hmm And what I mean by that is we asked you guys a, a, a question on Facebook and Twitter and we said, uh, It's do, not a hole on a rabbit. No. It's a Mm -mm. a rabbit that a hole goes into. Right. Well, it's not that either. Yeah, it's a conversation that starts from something and turns into whatever it might turn into with no agenda. And then turns into something else and then turns into something else. That is the rabbit hole. Oh my god. Now, we're gonna go down that rabbit hole and let me, so we asked you the question, what are you thinking right now? And then uh, Cody and Jacob actually collected. Well, they they put one in this envelope. They collected one answer and we don't know what it is and it's in this envelope. And so we're just gonna read what one of you was thinking and that's gonna be the thing that starts us down the rabbit hole. That's what the meat of this ear biscuit is going to be. Just an experimental format, just to try something. Yeah, um, and I'll talk more about
0: what I think about it and why I'm excited about it. Um, but we're not gonna we, when, start when there. we When we're on the edge
1: of the hole. Yeah, wait till we're on the precipice of the hole. We got one I, foot in the hole.
0: I can see the hole from here, but I we gotta walk up to it. And the way I wanna walk up to it is just to, just to give you an update. And also to give you an update, today is one of those rare days, Rhett, where we don't see each other until right now. Yeah, we need more of those. We sh- <laughs> <laughs> You read my mind. So you, you can't take that as if I didn't want to not be with you either. Uh, no, I miss you a lot today, Rhett. I'm very curious what happened I when we were apart. You. I thought about you. We we divide we did a divide and conquer day of work. Yeah. Um so
1: I went to the beach, man. <laughs> Can't you see my tan? I could No, I did work. No, okay, good. I'll tell you what that, I did. <laughs> that is kind of what I'm asking is like
0: prove that you were working as hard as me. Oh, I'll show you. Without me there. Oh, I'll show um, you. Um yeah, so we uh we got some catching up to do. We can't go a day without uh catching up on that. Do you want me to tell you what I did? Well, in general, we 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 split up for me to go to uh Buddy system post, and for you, I presume to um, to lay in
1: more of the details associated with our live show. Lay the tour in, of while laying out the tour at of the Mythicality. Beach. Yeah, right. No, I wasn't laying out at the beach. I was here at the office. I was. Um, we we've, we've got uh, a pretty good idea of what we're going to do on the tour of Mythicality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just filling out some of those details and uh, writing some different suggestions that we can explore together and land on uh, the spe- specific creative, but I'm excited about it. It's I gonna saw, be a good show. I saw y- your guitar by your desk. My and it, It's usually uh,
0: near the GMM uh, yeah. desk, not your not your office desk. So does right. that
1: mean you were working up I the term or, that we discussed? <clears throat> I may or may not have uh, come up with a really great way to extend a song that is an old song that's very fitting for that night that we're gonna sing, first song we're gonna sing unless things change. Okay, yeah. Uh, And uh, it's updated. Nice. And, uh, you know, it's uh, most of the update's on you though. I made the update but I gave you the responsibility for the update. Right, that's- You'll understand what this means later. Hmm,
0: okay, you don't wanna go ahead and tell me? Well, I was, Let's see, today I watched the final episode of season two of Buddy System for the first time. Um, So that means I've seen the whole thing now, as of today, you have not.
1: Nope, I've only seen one through seven.
0: Um, Yeah, so episode eight I watched and boy, I'm just like. Did did you you cry? uh, I I was in a, a critical giving feedback mode. You know how it is. Uh, the first time you see it, you just—it doesn't wash over you like you're an audience member because you're already thinking too critically about. Okay, this is not what I expected. This is what we can tweak. This is how we can make this better or um, re-edit it to to make it deliver in the way that we want it. So, so I will say yes. There was there was. A lot of emotion involved, a lot of that comedic emotion, hmm. which is always good. Yeah. That it was funny, but there. Oh yeah, I think it's. I think it's going to work. It's not quite there yet, but I'm. I'm really excited. But I mean, the first thing, and I say this after the first time I watch every single episode, is, what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh. this is so nuts. I mean, we we've we said this throughout the whole process, but it. It was weird because now that I've seen it all, it's like okay, it's I do feel like it's it's getting close to being over, but it actually ain't because There's then a I, lot of steps. Then I had to go back to uh, episode one because that's in the final stages of putting it all together and sitting in like this theater and finalizing the sound mix. This is this is tedious work. You would hate it. Then now that's, that's why, why I don't do it. That's why you're not there and I'm there because. You know, I I relish the details. Right. So I have to keep perspective and make sure that I'm giving notes on the right things and not taking too long, I mean, it's so tedious, man. (laughs) We listen to the whole mix and the whole point is to get every little sound at the right level and emphasize the right things and make sure you don't lose comedy and um, we listen to the whole thing and then we, we start giving notes and we realize that the background track was muted the whole time. And we didn't fully realize it, like. What do you mean? They add like room. Room tone. Room tone ambience, like if you're outside, you add like, oh, we're in a park, so there's like park noise and stuff like that. And it adds a level of
1: scrutiny to everything else that's a little unfair. So if and you, it if you got it everything. right without room tone, that seems like the way to do it, and then to add the room tone in after that. Except then, it, then you gotta
0: watch it all again. <laughs> and so, and watching it again is not just, 22 to 30 minutes, it could be an hour of watching the game because I don't know, it, it, There's there are frustrating moments, but it's a lot of work, I mean, um, once you get in there, but we shouldn't both be doing it.
1: Well, of course not.
0: And I do enjoy
1: it, don't oh, get me yeah, wrong. I know, I, what I enjoy is what is what I did uh, today in terms of buddy system, mm-hmm. is I enjoy uh, looking at the cut, putting down time code and making all my notes and sending in an email. To me. Knowing that you are gonna be the one that, if I'm like, we really need another take of this, I don't wanna be the one watching the five takes of that. I want you to be the one watching the five takes of that. Yeah, I got it. But I know when we need a new take, but I don't wanna be the one finding it. And I got your email and I immediately counted, I was like one, two, three, four, and
0: I counted all the notes he had. Quite a few notes on this episode. My heart kinda sunk. And then, but I feel like if I would have sent to you that email, you'd have like hit trash and been like, "Oh, I got this." <laughs> well, I and none of this really matters. But, it's at a certain point, you want to talk yourself into that—that that it's like. But I
1: put—I I did um, episode six, which I think the reason I I gave so many notes is because I mean I like all the episodes. I mean, it's I just feel sorry for you guys who, who who don't have YouTube Red. I know some of you are in places that you just can't get it. You can't even buy the shows individually. And then some of you are just in a situation where you are just not going to pay for it. I wish it was something that every mythical beast could see, um, season one and especially season two, just because. Oh, it's yeah. Well, it's I just think a, it's, it's becoming level. more
0: and more accessible, so I think that problem is going to diminish. Um, um, see,
1: but episode six is it, it is excited the, about it's that the one. most different. Yeah. And so I just kind of like was like I just need to give every thought I'm having because th- some of the times I'm like I have a thought about this but it's not. It doesn't really matter, and somebody else is going to catch this, or it's not worth talking about. Mm-hmm. And so I, but I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dig into this one. So I probably gave you about five more notes than normal. I, it's fine. I, I like the notes. I mean, they all can't be be addressed
0: perfectly. Did you address all of them? Not. Yes. <laughs> no. Not. Not to the best of my ability. Yeah. Um, I did. I of course I have a lot of notes myself, so it all comes together. So I'm very excited about that. You know, I feel like I was shot out of a cannon into this, into this space. But I think the thing that really set my day off right, if I'm gonna go back and give you a full update is, first thing I did was I went to the dentist.
1: Mm, that's not a good day.
0: Uh, it, was, it was just a routine cleaning. It's been six months since my last cleaning. They wanted me to come in six months later. And- um, Well, that's typical.
1: Oh, it is? Yeah, that does not mean there's something- to I r- used to go like every year. Every six months is the preferred oh. schedule for clean for cleaning. Well that teeth. explains why
0: it hurt so much six months ago when it had been a couple of years. Right. This yeah. time was like so easy. And I was getting praise from everybody. Like your teeth are good. Oh really? Even the wisdom teeth, I don't think we have to pull them. Yeah, now the- if you wanna address the crowding, I can give you like a, a
1: orthodontical consult. That dentist, he's a complimenter though. I go to the same dentist. He gave me so much praise about my teeth, and I was like, "Dude, you don't. I mean, I, I haven't been. Oh. In, I haven't been in for a couple of years don't either. Don't deflate my praise. I, I'm just telling. I don't. You I just don't, said everybody was singing praises of your teeth. I'm just saying that I've been to that dentist one time, and I noted. I made a mental note. He's really telling me lots of things about my teeth that I know can't be true because no one's ever said them before. Everything he said about my teeth, I, I believed could be true. So, so you're, oh, you're doing a real good job. Kind wow, of, kind of hurting my. Did you say things like that? You're doing a great job. I know looking, looking really good. Thank you, Brad. I no longer feel like I've been shot out
0: of a cannon. I feel like I crawled out of a just a pipe, which I thought was a cannon, but yep. it
1: turns out it was just a drainage pipe. Well, the funny thing is, is I already knew that you went to the dentist because when I got in my car today and I plugged my phone in and my, um, uh, what do you call it? Apple car? What? What is the? Apple play? Apple play, car play, Apple car play. I don't have it, so. so I plug my phone into my car, and then the the Apple CarPlay interface comes up, along with any places that I need to be. And apparently, the first place I was supposed to be was Link's dentist appointment. <laughs> because we were, at our... yeah. I put it on your calendar. I want. You, I, I I was hoping. I was looking for you. So I. So no, what? How, what how... So when I woke up and got in my car, I was like twelve minutes from your dentist appointment. Uh, traffic was light. I could have made it in time. <laughs> but I. But I didn't. I didn't follow the computers. Uh, uh, I actually, I navigated to work. Well, hold on, did you just say that when you woke up, you were 12 minutes away from my dentist No, I'm, I'm saying when I, when I got in my car. Okay. So the first time I like really registered anything on my phone was when I got into the car and that was when I found out what time your dentist appointment was, where it was, there's a and weird how long shared, I had to get to it's it. It's on my personal calendar, but there's some weird sh- alert, sh- shared calendar alert thing that's happening. That- I don't know how I have your calendar on my calendar, I don't add anything to my calendar because I don't use I don't I don't properly use calendar yeah, functions. That's like on Monday I was like, oh yeah, I went and got a massage yesterday. Oh, I get your massage. I get you your like, massage appointments all the time. I'm like, that's weird. You know, you're not supposed to know. Every when I time get a massage. I get one of your massage updates, I'm like, I should
0: schedule a massage, but
1: that would require <laughs> scheduling. You could just show
0: up five minutes before me and say you're me you could have got your teeth cleaned this morning if you were five minutes early that's true if you weren't a, if you were out of bed I know everywhere you're gonna be when you're gonna be there just show up a little earlier and just get in the chair <laughs> the thing i I felt besides really boosted uh what do they give you at the dentist?
1: a cleaning oh they didn't give you anything they didn't give you any drugs
0: I sat in the car and I thought to myself this is the cleanest my teeth will ever be in my life
1: mm-hmm the way it feels when you put the tongue on my the, teeth, the back of the back will of the never teeth. be as
0: clean as they are right now. And so, wh- and I just, I just sat in that moment for a second.
1: And my teeth will never be as clean as they are right now. And what? And so, I'm going to do something with them. I'm going to get them dirty. I'm going to eat a biscuit. Well, I don't. What? Do you, what? What? Do you, how do you apply that? You just want. You were just being in the moment. I was like just a, trying to like be a zen thing.
0: Yeah, like a zen thing, like perspective. Like you know what. My moment right now is the cleanest my teeth will ever be, and I'm going to acknowledge that. I don't think the Buddha I'm gonna, ever compl- uh, commented I'm gonna sit
1: on in it. teeth hygiene, though. I don't think the Buddha ever said anything about that.
0: Because you know what, right now, can you say that right now?
1: No, my teeth have been cleaner, definitely. Yeah. Way, and you know way what? Way cleaner. My teeth have been cleaner. This morning.
0: I've eaten a couple of meals.
1: Yeah. It was recent. I can remember it. But Ta- it's not right now. I would say. Not this moment. But your teeth were cleaner at one point. Like when they were first formed, my teeth will never be as clean as they are right now. Again, as they are. Yeah, that's true. That's still true. Then it's no, it's no longer true. The moment is past. Yeah, yeah, it was a moment, and you and savored it, was a,
0: it. It was a moment that I savored
1: alone. It sounds like it was a great time.
0: <laughs> I'm glad. To, <laughs> I'm glad you had it to yourself. And I'm just, tr- I'm trying to do that because my, the my water dispenser on the front of my fridge is fixed because mm. that used to be my moment. When I would push, you know, I talked about it on here. I'd push the water, I'd push the uh, cup, and then the water wouldn't come out, and there'd be a delay, and that was my moment to take stock of life. Okay, and how how
1: long was that moment again? Just a few seconds. But now it now it's not not enough.
0: Now it's instantaneous, and I'm not even grateful about it. That's
1: my point. Mm. Now that the water works perfectly, I got to find something else. I I could say that you might want to share that moment with somebody though, because. I feel like if you left the dentist office, especially a, de- a dentist that has complimented you so much, even though it's just he does it with everybody. If you then, if you realize that when you're in the car, just say, you know what, go back into the dentist office, just like bust back, open in? open the door and say, you "Guys, attention, hey everybody, my teeth will never be as clean as they are right." What is it? What is it saying? <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, but, but they will be though. They'll be clean again. My teeth have never been as clean. No, that's not true. No, it doesn't make sense. What did I say? My teeth are as clean right now as they will be for a couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't have quite the impact. That's not
0: what I said.
1: I said, my teeth
0: are as clean right now as they ever will be. That's not what I said. (laughs) See, it's gone. I can't even say it right. Yeah, right. When the moment passes, it's gone. Six months from now, because I already made my other appointment, you'll get an alert. I'm gonna bust in after I exit and I'm gonna say, guys, and I'll say whatever. I'll have f- figured it yeah. out. I will listen back to the beginning of this podcast
1: so I'll know what to say. The problem is if you go in and you say that to the dentist, he's gonna make it his slogan. So then you will go back to it and Ooh. he'll have it printed on the window to be, your teeth will never be as clean as they're about to be. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna put that on the back of the phone book. That's a long bumper sticker. <laughs> But I go with, <laughs> your teeth, teeth will, will never, never be, be as clean as, as they're, they're about, about to be again. Hmm, that, that's what throws it off. But, but it, that it's makes a par- it t- you, too long, one I th- word too I long. I think
0: the reason why we like it is because it's a paradox. Your teeth will never be as clean as they're about to be. Well, no, they're about to be that clean. Yeah. So they w- yes, they will be that clean. And then when you come in, Right? No, no,
1: this is it. Your teeth will never be as clean as they're about to be. And then on the clean on the inside of the dentist office, on the exit door from the office. Yes. That's where it says your teeth will never be as clean as As they they are right right now. now. That's what I said. Until you come back, please make an appointment. (laughs) Unless you come back six months Unless you come back in six months. Yeah. I think we should just been dentists. I wonder if this is
0: all wrong though. (laughs) <laughs> if I go, definitely wrong. If I <laughs> if I go to the dentist again, if I show up there tomorrow morning, and I say, and they're like, uh, Mister Neil, uh, we cleaned your teeth what, yesterday. Yeah, why are you back? And and like, they were great. They were the cleanest they've ever. They were as clean as they will ever be. And we're like, well, maybe not. So I'm like, I'm back. Clean them again.
1: They'd be cleaner. Will than they, they be were today? cleaner? Yeah.
0: Today than they were, yes, I think they would be. They definitely would be. Shoot,
1: this whole thing has been a sham. Exactly. That's my that's, moment. That's what I was trying to say a couple of minutes ago but I couldn't couldn't quite write my, wrap my mind around it.
0: Yeah. Again, you've ruined this.
1: a second moment for me.
0: I'm, I'm sorry I'm man, just, dribbling just don't tell out of, me
1: about your dentist appointment. I'm dribbling out of the drainage pipe of life, thanks to you. I'm gonna give you a second to recover uh, <laughs> while I let the people know. Did you know that you could listen to every episode of Ear Biscuits Including this episode of Ear Biscuits on Spotify, mm-hmm. and there's some people who are saying, "Yeah, because I'm doing it right now." Yeah, that's but weird. maybe you—not
0: you, but you—not the you who is on Spotify, but the you who's not—is now thinking,
1: "Oh, huh, I could be listening on Spotify. I'll do that next time." I was just bringing up the app here. Did you know that there's two million six hundred seventy-five thousand four hundred and fifty ratings for the Spotify app? That's crazy and what's the rating? 4.7 stars. It's well, that's like it's high. That means that there's a lot of people who do this, so the chances that you're listening or you should be listening are pretty high. We've got Lily here and so we should we should get her to earn her keep
0: by, by Lily. Welcome to the Ear Biscuit. Uh to really feel get you know to to feel the ropes. Is that what it's called? No. Nope. To learn the ropes. You got to 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 Wow,
1: this promote is, the sponsor. Yeah. I have every reason to believe that she will right. get this out much easier than you just got that propped out. That's a good point.
0: Love this podcast? Well, did you know that you can listen to it on Spotify while still enjoying your favorite tunes? Yes. Should I respond? No. Just okay, her, I won't get in the way. way. It's easy, just look for the podcast section within the browse tab on your mobile device or search for your favorite shows. To find more podcasts, head to Spotify.com slash podcasts. Let me just tell And what's you. your favorite show? What? <laughs>
1: You're supposed to say ear biscuits. That's fine, Lily. I listened. I sat here with your father for hours <laughs> and days upon days, listening to him try to read our book. He never got through two two sentences without that's something not up. true. You believe that? And you just did that on the first try. I'm proud of you. You take it after yeah. your mother. And then say you're supposed to say the
0: URL one more time: Spotify.com/slash/podcasts. Excellent. Now back to the biscuit. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? Here's the envelope. I'm gonna turn it over so we can see the part that we would rip open. I noticed you used a piece of scotch tape. You didn't use, you didn't lick it.
1: You didn't use your own spit. Thank I you I appreciate that,
0: that guys. Um, there's, there's a risk associated with this. I'm a little nervous, but to me this represents, I mean, just what we like, which is something new that you go out on a creative limb and you might, you might fall and rack your nads the tree limb itself may break and then you may rack your nads on something else.
1: I thought you were gonna say, this is something that we like talking and that no. was gonna be it no, because pr- that would no, also no, be the, true. The
0: principle of developing a device which then makes us be creative in a new way. It's
1: like, what's gonna happen? Is this gonna fail? I'm a little concerned about that. Oh, I'm not concerned. Dude, we just You're- talked about your dentist appointment for 20 minutes and came up with two slogans for dentist that would both be great. I'm not nervous at all. He's opening the the envelope, listeners, and he's pulling it out. All right, you're gonna read it, and then
0: we're just gonna, we're, we're gonna go. I shouldn't build it up so much.
1: We asked you, what are you thinking about right now? Frank Neves said, I'm thinking about the first guy who ever shaved, and how many times did he shave before the second guy caved? (laughs)
0: <laughs> now here, uh, now you guys picked this. What you, what you probably didn't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, this is, and this is what makes it yeah. great. Was,
0: this is a lyric. These are our words.
1: Mm-hmm. We wrote this. This is from the Retin Link archive, guys. This is from a song called, I am a thoughtful guy. Mm-hmm. And I think this was your line in the song because I don't remember rapping it. I'm thinking about the first guy who ever
0: shaved and how many times did he shave before the second, second guy, guy caved. caved. I'm pretty sure that was your line.
1: Really? We both yeah. think that it was the other guy's line. Yeah. Which that's we haven't, to explore. We haven't watched this in so long. Now
0: you guys didn't know that. You just thought, you thought that Frank C. Neves came up with like a really good thing that he was thinking right then.
1: Well, and that's yeah, but you, and, felt and, you know what?
0: All he thinks is retin lyrics from back in the day. See, you, you gotta you guys don't know the archives. Well, there's too much to know. And there's you should. too much to know. We don't want you to know it. But here's we, what... we don't even know who sang the lyrics. I think about the first guy who ever shaved. And how many times did he shave before the second guy caved?
1: Think about if a friend were choking on ice. Just be patient would be the best advice. Here's what I'll say though. Let's go with this. Let's go yeah, let's go with it, because we wrote it. As a
0: thoughtful thing to think, but, but we, didn't we didn't think didn't about it. it. We didn't it. explore We
1: actually didn't think about it. That's the ironic thing about that song: is that we actually don't think about any of the things that we wrote in the "I Am a Thoughtful Guy" song. We just thought this them is up. funny and we it thought will them rhyme. Up. Yeah, and it would be. The, I would like to think about this, but I'm not going to really think about it because the exercise at hand was to write a song about. It wasn't things to actually think about. To think about. Which means that the whole song is a lie. The whole song is full of lies because we're saying, I think about this, I'm a thoughtful guy, when in reality is, I'm just a songwriter. Not even thinking about these things. It's so interesting. let's actually think about it.
0: It's, and I think we should. Before we do, I, it is interesting that I remember, I'm not trying to take credit for coming up with the, the concept S- for this song. Sounds like you might be. But I. that's a byproduct of what I'm saying in that I distinctly remember where I was when I thought about writing a song about deep thoughts, or I, I don't know if, if I pitched it as I'm a thoughtful guy, but um, maybe I did, but I remember I was at the, uh, I was at the Fat Burger in Sherman Oaks.
1: Owned by Queen Latifah. She owns that one? I, I, I like to think that she does. <laughs> she, I know that she owns one or some, but I don't know that she owns the I, one. I heard that she owns half of all the ones in LA. So, what fifty-fifty chance that she owns the one in Sherman Oaks? I've never seen her there. I've only been there once. Well, I might have been there more than once, but
0: I was there alone. You weren't there, and I was sitting there eating the my fat burger alone. I was, a th- yeah, a little That's depressing. A little sad. <laughs> I was in the car too. Oh gosh, I was in the car eating alone, and I was thinking about songs and I. I but I don't. I don't remember much after that, except how good that burger was. Um, Don't get the turkey burger there though. I'm almost positive I did not write this line. Whether, And I'm pretty positive that you performed it, but I'm also pretty positive that you wrote it. So do you remember
1: writing this line? Uh, my memory is not that bad. Because
0: I, re- I remember how we wrote this song. We both independently wrote a whole bunch of thoughts that you could think. And then we kind of pitched them to each other and then we organized them and we put it to the song then we wrote some together and figured out. Oh, there needs to be some shorter ones at the beginning, and by the end of the song, there's going to be some, like some more involved ones. I remember all that. So I'm putting this on you because I'm. I believe firmly that you wrote. You came up with this line. So I think that you were think. You thought it up. Why?
1: Mm, Why? Well, Just put yourself back in that place, even though you don't remember writing it. Uh, well, I think maybe. <clears throat> an easier exercise is just to think about, um, to actually think about the first guy who ever shaves because I had so to be thinking about that guy. This
0: is not the type of, this, but this is the type of thing that you would have thought of. You're saying that you didn't, you just thought of it in the context of the song, so you didn't actually, you have no further thoughts besides what we're gonna come up with right now.
1: Um, That's okay. Yeah, I mean, sh- shave rhymes with cave. You know, you just come up with some rhyming pairs and then you're like, oh, the first guy who ever shaved. Oh, and then the second guy caved. You know, it's just, I can't explain the process, man. I, n- I know that,
0: like, you are talking like Neanderthals or is it Neanderthal?
1: Well, I think- this, are hairy in the face. Most of the, uh, most scientists say Neanderthals, even though- There's an H. We used to always say Neanderthals. There is an H. Yeah, but you can say it's whatever a silent you H. want to, man. They're all dead. But they have been talking about bringing them back. But the, and their but their
0: relics of their DNA are within all of us to varying degrees.
1: That is a controversial. Um, it, the scientific community is currently split on that. There are some well, people. who- Twenty
0: three and Me is it?
1: Uh, yeah, Twenty three and Me takes the side that uh, basically, uh, you know, and it's it's fascinating. I, the book I've talked about this book multiple times. The Sapiens. Um, I cannot remember the author's name, but Sapiens, New York Times bestseller that basically tells the entire history of humanity. And he, he talks about the all the different people that existed alongside all the, <clears throat> basically humans, humanoids and humans. Uh-huh. Not Homo sapiens, not specifically our species, but the other humans that were sort of branches off of Homo sapiens. Uh, you know, basically cousins, and that you know we weren't so far separated from them that we have lo- we had lost the ability to interbreed. So there are some people, and I think it, it, he he made it sound like it was like fifty fifty right now, but one side of the of the coin is we separated, and you know millions of years passed, and sort of the populations were, were isolated, and then the ice they came back together, and we. Took them out, but of course in the they process, they meaning the Neanderthals, the hum- Homo sapiens took took out the Neanderthals, but we also, you know, interbred a little bit enough to get like one to three percent of their DNA into our DNA, and so it varies from person to person. I think I was pretty high. I think I had like a lot of caveman in me. Although the cranial capacity of Neanderthal was either the same or a little bit more. So the 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 whole idea that they were stupider. It's just something that's like in popular culture. Uh, but there's no reason to believe that they had less I- intelligence than we did. But then the other camp thinks that 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 didn't happen. We didn't, we didn't, we just, we wiped them out and we didn't really interbreed with them. Interbreed.
0: But but, but, but we do, shaved too. But do they all? Why are we they, talking you know, about Neanderthals? I'm just talking about, I'm talking about, you know,
1: pre-homo sapiens or
0: uh, homo sapiens before you shave. I mean, you, cavemen. I mean, now, you think
1: they're like Homo erectus shaved? D- 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 the first person to actually shave, I mean. That's a good question. Did, did, did. That we can't answer, but
0: yeah, first of all, we're assuming that they had hairy faces. I mean, I've seen all the renderings. I guess that's a safe assumption.
1: Well, we still have hairy faces, so yeah, we, they we definitely had hairy faces.
0: Hmm.
1: We, if anything, we've been we've been getting less hairy. Yeah, when yeah. you go back six million years to our common ancestor with chimpanzees, of course, at that point we probably got a lot of hair. And then slowly you you lose the body hair lots for lots of different reasons, but you retain it in a couple of places. And one of the places is on your faces. And then some guy decides. It's interesting that
0: before that one guy decides to shave it, that. From an evolutionary perspective that the places where the hair stuck around, I tend to think more about the eyebrows like why is their hair still up here? you know and I think it's uh, for it, it's prehistoric sunglasses it absorbs light it allows you to see in uh, to, to, uh, to see easier when it's sunny. Well, it's like why baseball players put black under their
1: eyes. That's part of it, but it's also the so you've got one guy who's got eyebrows, and you got another guy who does. This is a vast oversimplification of natural selection when it comes to a trait like this. But you got one guy trying to catch baseballs, um, and another guy trying to catch baseballs. But the funny, thing, the funny thing is, is that uh, so there there are multiple processes, and I'm I'm not an expert that led to you know, some of it was climate and, and that kind of thing, but leading to us shedding the majority of our hair and not needing all the hair. But then the problem is, is if you go too far, you lose the eyebrow and all of a sudden, you got sweat in your eyes and, you, and like you said, you also got sun in your eyes. And so the guy who's got sweat in his eyes and sun, sun in his eyes gets is eaten. less likely to survive and reproduce than the guy who doesn't get sun in his eyes. But they don't, I mean, I, maybe they mated more in the sun Maybe the ladies uh, thought that the eyebrows, or the men thought that the ladies' eyebrows were more attractive. Is that what you're saying? Because that also is a driver of uh, yep of change.
0: It could be, but I'm just saying more simply, like you got it. I guess you don't have to see in order to mate. So I'll throw that out. But
1: it helps. It does help. It helps quite a bit. I would For say certain parts in, of it in those times back before I mean you know in, in today's in, in, in modern society, you can have lots of different disabilities and it doesn't affect your ability to reproduce because this is a modern society and, and we people are supported in all kinds of ways. But you go back to more animalistic times and I mean there, there are still cultures that they've observed uh, some of these uh, isolated tribes and this is also in sapiens like isolated tribes that are still around and we can talk to the people who descended from these folks, their parents and grandparents, there are cultures uh, where when somebody gets weak, like when somebody gets too old, somebody comes up behind you and kills you with a rock. Ooh. Yeah, so there's a culture, I don't know where it is, Amazon Rainforest or something, but there was a dude and he was the designated killer.
0: Rock dropper?
1: And so like typically when an older woman got too slow and was holding everybody back, he went up behind her and killed her with a rock. And it was just, an ex- and he might do it to his mom, he might do it to his grandma, he, every, everybody was related, and it was just this understood thing in the culture. Like, if, so if that's an in indication of what it was like, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago for all humans, you didn't wanna be somebody, you didn't wanna be the blind person because you might get a rock on the head and obviously for very good reason and thankfully that kind of stuff doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. So, uh, yeah, so I would think that that would have been a disadvantage. To not have eyebrows when mating. (laughs) (laughs) But why did somebody decide to shave? Because first of all, anybody who is in. Well, what I'm saying is that your body from an
0: evolutionary perspective decided to shave no, your body doesn't make any decisions. I, I you know what I'm saying though. Evolu- the evolutionary process blindly decided where to shave a lot of our bodies. Okay? So like all all this all this hair on my bo- well, on my body, like some people have more chest hair than others, like back hair. Back hair is is more of an anomaly from an evolutionary perspective. But but We evolved the ability to still keep hair right here around, or just around this part, under the nose, in front of the ears, and down below the jawline, connecting. If you're a real manly man like me, connecting down below the goozle to the chest hair, which is the superior uh, and upper happy trail, as I like to call it. But what what is your point? That evolution stopped there, and then man had to make the decision. Well, so before why did they make you, the decision you,
1: well first of all you well, do, you don't know if, uh, evolution happens over, is so slow that you don't know that the the evolution of facial hair isn't continuing we just can't perceive it which is why aliens don't have beards <coughs> you ever seen an alien with a beard right. that's a that's a good point right but we have the distinct advantage a very very small very small minority of people who've ever existed on earth have the ability to know that there was something different before us, so because you could come to the conclusion that like this dude somewhere a couple hundred thousand years ago was like, I see the pattern here. I see how it seems like we're progressing towards less hair. So I'm going to go ahead and do the do the work that evolution is going to do and shave. No, they obviously he didn't do that because he didn't perceive that. We we perceive. Uh, we may perceive. Really hairy people as more caveman like like when you see a really hairy dude at the pool, right? like a dude <laughs> with just like crazy back hair and he shoulder hair that you could you could just you could land in and you might look at that guy and say that guy seems more like a caveman and what i imagine a caveman to be mm-hmm. then we're talking about my dad here the other so guys. be so gentle your dad seems more like a caveman than my dad <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what we're saying and so but this, so then you would come to the conclusion that that's a negative thing but that's only coming from a modern scientific perspective everybody else who before uh, we had this understanding of our of our past would see a hairy dude and wouldn't think anything about, well he's more, they didn't know what a caveman was. They didn't didn't understand human progress. They didn't even even understand time in the way that we understand time. So maybe, so but this dude who decided to shave had to think that the hair was somehow less dignified and maybe it wasn't comparing himself to previous humans but it was comparing himself to animals, right? Hmm. So you look at yourself and of course humans the natural instinct of every human is to think that you're special, separate, you're special, and you're separate from animals. That's why there's so many people who still don't believe in evolution because they choose to believe that how we can't be related to all these animals because we're special, we're different, right? Um, and so that's 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 a totally natural instinct of humans to to think. And so, uh, you, side you, note, I I I think it is possible to
0: um, believe that you're special. Indeed, I believe that. We are, we are, we're, people are special in terms of conscience, a soul, whatever you, whatever you want to call that. But the process, but, but to I don't be think separate. the process of evolution does not negate the specialness of me as a conscious human being. I, I think it's a difference between, con- but I put that more on
1: consciousness than I do on uh, body hair. Well, it's it's that's complicated, that's a complicated conversation. But what, what I will say is that we tend to think of ourselves as we're not animals, right? Even though all evidence points to the fact that we are, we wanna say we're not animals and we're obviously better than the animals, we're obviously smarter than the animals, right? And we're obviously smarter than that chimpanzee and have no reason to believe that he's a cousin. This I'm just talking, you know, and so you're like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself less animal-like, or maybe so. But so in that sense, it's just like a. Uh,
0: even if that's I, and that could even be subconscious. Like if you're if you're picking up a rock, sharp rock, and shaving your face, or I don't know, was it a knife? Shaving your face for the first time, you don't even know why you're doing it. It's just like. It's a, it could just be a it could be a form of self-expression that deeply rooted is to is to enhance your
1: separateness and specialness that's
0: i i definitely so even if it's subconscious
1: mm. I, I could see it going back i'm to taking that. i'm taking all this back now though because what do you think it could be? I don't think that the guy was thinking it because p- people don't do that people don't, people right, don't, don't, don't zoom out they, and think about them compared to the they, animals. they, right, they yeah, think about a, themselves in the context of their c- local community so now you're talking about well, men, I, men I think, and women
0: I think sub I I think it's still on the table if it happens at a subconscious level. Yeah, I don't think anybody's saying, I'm not a ape, I, look at my face, I, sh- I I. shaved it. You know, it's something that you just feel. You wanna feel different and special, but it might be rooted in something that separate yourself and but enhance your- But no
1: doubt, the first dude who shaved was interpreted as doing something very feminine. That's where. I, that's what I think we're actually mm-hmm. talking about. Hmm. You got, now you could also say, well, you know, some people have less facial hair than others. Maybe, maybe before the first guy with a beard shaved, there was just a guy without a beard naturally. So, so there's two two possible scenarios, multiple scenarios, but one scenario is you got a guy who just has less facial hair. Like, you know, my father-in-law, for instance, he, Cannot grow a beard, you can't even get close to going to be like a very, very slight mustache and a very, very slight goatee. But for and all he, intents like and purposes, some patchy areas, no, no patches. He doesn't have anything on the cheeks if he doesn't shave. Hmm. So, you got a guy like that. And if let's say that that guy who has less facial hair is for some reason powerful, maybe he's got all the women, maybe he's spreading his seed around, and so now you want to compete with that guy, and you're like, Well, I've got a big beard, maybe the difference is. I got this beard, and so then you shave it off. That's one possible scenario. Because the other scenario is all the men had beards. Now, first of all, we don't. I mean, again, we're just completely talking out of our butts. We don't know why this happened, uh, but for some reason, the women lost their facial hair before men. There was a point in which we all had facial hair, but so. But then, assuming that the women lost it before men, and then every, all men had beards then some dude made a decision to become more like a woman and that's, and maybe that was his motivation. Or maybe it was an accident. Did fire come before shaving? Because shaving involves like very specific tools, right? So, which came first, fire or tools sharp enough to shave? I'm going with fire. But then, if you're saying that somebody got their beard burned off, and then it was like maybe whoa. you got like a like you know when you're like grilling and you and you singe some, it smells bad. But then you're like, oh, well, grills well, definitely
0: I'm, came before knives. <laughs>
1: I do know that.
0: Yeah. So you're you, you okay? But you burn your dude burns his beard off, and then what? He he's a
1: leader. He may think he's a he's a fashion forward kind of guy in the community? I don't know. I mean, again, it could have been as simple as one powerful woman preferred the guy with without the beard. The guy with a half-burned beard who was like, I gotta make this thing symmetrical. I'm gonna see if I can get the rest of this off. Or maybe there was somebody who had to get in into something, like slip into something, and they needed to, I don't, sleep. Yeah, there's face all, first. There's, maybe there was a functional reason, like some guy needed to like, maybe, oh, you know, maybe it's, there's a guy that was a designated like, um, guy that like stuck his face into a beehive or something like, that. of course, that guy would need a beard. There's gotta be a functional reason why you wouldn't need a beard. You know, I think you're good at coming up with things you don't
0: actually believe. <laughs> you're doing a good job. Uh I'm just wondering if there's a like when you talk about people who like genetically they just they don't grow full beards, I think at first they would grow less beards and it would become patchy. it wouldn't just be all of a sudden yeah it's gradual it was a, yeah, so at some point when it's gradual, it becomes patchy to the point where it becomes more embarrassing than desirable, so then you're like i'm taking. The drastic I'm, measure. I'm taking this drastic measure of like, I'm, t- I'm shaving the patches off. I'd rather have nothing than have a half half beard. All my boys are grunting and making fun of me. I hear their grunts right now. Those mm-hmm. are d- divisive grunts, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm just gonna take it all the way. And then some, something something cool happened to that person. Maybe they also, they were cool for other reasons. So it became you know, culturally, it just became something because it's
1: because it's complete. Because obviously, the 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 ability and desire to shave is not that's not in your DNA. That's not something that's passed down in your DNA. That's that's cultural, right? Yeah. So it's not like oh, the guy who shaved had more kids, and so his kids shaved too. I mean, that's, that's not how it works. Yeah, I it's, mean,
0: all, it's all about it's it all to about, infiltrate the culture. It's all yeah, it's all about fashion. I mean, sexuality. I tend fashion, to fashion bu- power. But here's the. I thing. think your thing about power is pretty, like it being associated
1: with a powerful person or a powerful person making a choice to influence culture. Yeah, but I think we maybe we're thinking about you know you're talking about divisive grunts. I think we're thinking about it. Too, it's too too, prehistori- too, too prehistoric. It's this too, it's is much probably more we're talking like the Romans were the first people to shave or something. I mean, the Roman Empire was you know, uh, several hundred years B.C., definitely, right? Before it, before it when it got started. So I'm, I'm I'm, saying the historical, you know, historical humanity, like recorded history. Yeah. So like post-Stone Age, not prehistoric, but historic, that my guess is that the first person who shaved was in historic times, which m- makes me think that we could have just wikipedia this.
0: Uh, I think at some point, we're gonna have to crack open uh, the internet in this. I I think we have to do that in this podcast. We can't sit here and blow smoke for, you know, tens and tens of minutes. Like the history of shaving? And then just leave it. I think we've got, uh, you know, we can't leave this open-ended. People are already cracking open the internet or they're frustrated if we're not gonna give a definitive answer at the end of this. I think we need to find that answer by the by the end of this conversation.
1: There's an interesting, this is sort of interesting. But I think
0: we need to agree before we crack open the internet.
1: Okay. I think you and I have to be like, this is what we believe it is. But an interesting thing that uh, you have broached here, and that is the purpose of conversation. This is something I've been thinking about a lot. I've actually been thinking about this in the context of- uh, So if you're expanding the conversation, do you agree that we are going yeah, to- I'm coming we're, back to we're that. We're gonna find
0: the internet's
1: yeah. answer- And I will come back to, to that. To who's
0: the first person who ever shaved, so hang on, but yeah, go with this. This is, if the rabbit hole can go anywhere, and um, come back
1: to that. I'm still in the hole, I, I'm not leaving oh, the hole. Oh, we're still in the hole. In, in, in talking about, so, you know, one of the things that we're doing for the Tour of Mythicality, for the show, is we're bringing different parts of the book to life. That's sort of the backbone of the show, and- um, you know that there's a, there is a chapter written from the future in the book. Mm-hmm. We literally traveled ha- had ourselves yeah. from the year 2075 write an entire chapter of the book of Mythicality. It's Fascinating. We can't tell you how it was done, but it's absolutely fascinating. It wasn't legal. No, broke many different international um, and it wasn't legal then, but
0: it it's not illegal. Laws. now. It's it's legal now because there's no law now yet.
1: But. We're bringing that potentially, that section of the book to life. Um, And one of the things I talk about, uh, one of the things we talked about in the chapter that I was trying to find a way for us to talk about it in the show today is the idea of time passing and information processing, even as it relates to entertainment. So let me explain what I'm saying. With Good Mythical Morning, you sit down and you enjoy Good Mythical Morning or Ear Biscuit or any form of entertainment, doesn't have to just be something that we make, (laughs) for for an amount of time. You set aside time and of course if you're listening to a podcast or an Audible book or something like that, you might up the time, 1.25, 1.5, whatever, how fast you wanna move it. But there's a limit to how quickly your brain can process information and if you were a computer, if you were a perfectly functioning computer, you don't have to take time to tell a computer a story. You can take a file that has a story on it and put it into a computer and the computer immediately processes it and is familiar, familiar with it in all the ways that it needs to be familiar with. So in other words- It has it. It either has it or it doesn't have it. We're recording this podcast right now and it's, uh, it's making a file that the computer is immediately uh, the computer doesn't see it as something that has a beginning and ending. It just sees it as digital information yeah. that it could access at any time.
0: It has it or it, does, it doesn't experience it. Right. And in, s- over the course of
1: time. And what's happening with artificial intelligence is really interesting because, you know, we are headed lightning fast to some sort of intelligence that will immediately, uh, as soon as there is something that can be as intelligent as a human emotionally it will be infinitely more intelligent already from uh, you know a mathematical standpoint because your your phone is way smarter than us mathematically already so sure right so assuming there's going to be and then there's probably going to be a time in which we're able to figure out how to have an interface between our brains and a computer And we're gonna, in the same way that right now, our lives are sort of supported and propped up by these memory devices. Like the reason that I knew you were going to the dentist and you knew you were going to the dentist, wasn't because you remembered, but because it was on your phone, for all intents and purposes. But if you expand that. Because my phone knew it, it had it. If you expand that out and you say, well, this phone is now attached to my head. Yeah. It's inside my skull. Now entertainment becomes something that you can simply download. So, So, So
0: you become, like a character in a role playing video game that it's can w- can walk into like a shop and buy the An experience abil- the ability
1: to wield a sword. And instantly. it might be like and it's not just abilities. It, abilities is re- that's a really interesting conversation, but I'm specifically talking about experiences. So it might be like I want to know what it's like to climb Mount Everest. I want to know what it's like to have Kobe beef. I want to know what it's like to have so, so you
0: so in that case you would be implanted with the data of a memory. So then you, you could would say, be implanted have with. You, have the... you ever climbed Mount Everest and you'd be like, yes, it was amazing, and you could you could talk about it, you know, extensively as well as even better than if you actually experienced it and then remembered it because of the faults associated with with
1: memory. Right, so it raises the question so about the book, we talk about how the future of Good Mythical Morning is that it will not be enjoyed as a linear experience over time, it will be enjoyed as data that is simply injected into your brain. That's the future of Good Mythical Morning, that's the future of entertainment. Sounds depressing, now, doesn't it? <laughs> but as it relates to this conversation, this is really interesting, because you're saying, here we are, two guys who um, don't really know what they're talking about but like to talk, yeah. and can talk about the first guy that ever shaved and you're talking about saying, well listen, we could just go to the internet and get the definitive answer. Maybe we can, maybe we can't, we don't know. They probably don't know, but we get could get the best answers from the best people. But then we wouldn't have had this conversation. So the question is, is there, is being implanted with the experience the same as the experience? If you perceive it, in exactly the same way. In one second after you get back home from Everest, you feel exactly the same way as the guy who didn't go and simply had it implanted in his brain. So you both feel and perceive exactly the same thing about your trip to Everest. Absolutely not, that's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, but.
0: You would would believe, you would believe you've done it, except you knew that technology existed, that you that it's possible that you
1: didn't climb Mount Everest. You just believe it with your whole heart and mind you can that con- you did. You can control that part of the technology. You can say part of the- Flag this one. As this, may, I will think that I did this one. Like this is not one that will be implanted in my brain that I know definitively that I didn't do. I want you to convince me that I did this. So for what, the rest but, of your but life- do you, do you know how they would do
0: that? They would do it by tapping into the part, they would subvert that part of your brain, the neurons that are associated with pathological lying. And I'm not comfortable with that. Like the people who can lie, they can they lie things they believe. I don't wanna alter my brain in that way. Well,
1: and I think that's how science would do it. Oh, well, they'll have a way, they'll have a way to do it, man. It's lying to yourself. Yeah. So And then what is your reality? Because you could be like, I mean, the, the, the most immediate application for this technology is trauma is people who have been affected by horrible experiences. People who have been abused and been through horrible experiences who developed some sort of Stockholm syndrome or whatever. Well, I think that's a noble uh, twisting of neurons. Right, and so in those cases, you can say, we don't want to add experiences, but we want to subtract experiences. But once you figure out how to do that, then you're like, well, why aren't we gonna add experiences? In my, but I don't wanna get into that, That's a whole different conversation, but I think my thing is, is I do value the conversation that we're having. Well, yeah, because I think, I think if your question, getting back to this is, would
0: you just like to know the answer? And is it, what's more valuable? Knowing the answer, who was the first guy who ever shaved, and maybe why, or all the details that the internet would offer, or, would you rather have the experience of listening to two idiots trying to seem really smart but potentially being totally off base <laughs> for an hour? Well, we are comedians. We are. Let,
1: let us not forget that. And I,
0: I hope that's very valuable. But instinctively, I felt like it wasn't valuable enough. So I was like, we gotta put this thing on the end. So I kinda, I, I presented the conundrum here, which I, it's a hard question to answer. You're talking you had about choose, short-circuiting. If you had it. to choose one or the other. But you, would can you also rather have both. Would you? We, we're gonna give both. We're gonna find out the answer here in just a few minutes. Because, it, because that but is. But if we
1: didn't, uh-huh.
0: it would. this will be a very frustrating podcast and that was my concern and why we said we need to come up with an answer. Is that, does that give us an answer to your larger question of, would you rather know something and believe you experienced it or never know it? If it was a lie, would you rather, would you rather download the experience of Everest but never actually go, or either go or don't go? Would you would you be would you stay old school? Would you
1: take the pill, the climbing Everest pill? Um. Well, first of all, there are people who think differently about. There's people who are very scared of technology and you know putting anything into their body. You know, there was that company that. Um, Everybody, I think they were in Sweden. Maybe it was America, maybe it's happened. I know it's happened in Europe, but there was that one company where they lined up and they gave people the little chip in between their uh, thumb and their uh, index finger. Oh yeah. And it was, you know, according to the company, in about 50%, it was optional and they paid for it, but it was uh, like 50% of the employees signed up for it. And it was basically their security clearance to get into the building (laughs) was built into their, their, their thumb.
0: Okay, so basically just a key. Something as simple as a But. That's a, big, that's a big choice for just the convenience of not having to lose your keys. I I'm saying, I don't know if I would get an implant just to get into my work without uh, my badge.
1: But obviously this is just step one of many, right? Because at some point we're gonna be like, well, why can't we also have my social security number and my personal information and my medical records on, on me at all times? So there are people for good reason let me just be one of the first people to say there's very good reason to be very uh, cautious about that kind of thing. Uh, you know, lots of people uh, from particular backgrounds and particular understandings are like, "Oh, this is the this is the mark of the beast that is foretold in the Book of Revelation, and that's what these people are getting themselves into. This is a real bad thing." And even people who don't think that and just think just believe that you should have some sort of privacy and the government shouldn't know all this stuff. There's there's good reasons to be scared of the technology. I, on the other hand, I'm like, I feel like this is all inevitable and we're gonna have to just move forward with the technological advances and be very cautious as we embrace them, uh, but realize that ultimately there is, you can't hold back this flood that's going to happen with us becoming one with machines. I don't think you can actually hold it back. And while you were talking, I concluded
0: I will take the climbing Everest pill, right? Which is because yeah, and and then at first I'll say with the flag on it on the file that I know that I really didn't do it. Oh, so, so you can you can be like experience it, but then yeah, I don't like the idea of like lying to myself. I'm not comfortable with believing like like a pathological liar or worse. Because at that point, you or, or f- like lying to myself. I don't think that's healthy, but I think I might be comfortable with like, I'm sitting in a chair and I'm like, you know what? I took that pill two years ago. I'm gonna, I'm gonna relive climbing Everest right now in my own mind, like a
1: prisoner would do in like a cell who like thinks about when he used to walk on the outside. And then you can delete it too. Maybe it's a free trial. Maybe there's like a seven-day free trial for the Everest thing and then you just do it for seven days and then you forget just about it. Just zoning out just thinking about,
0: man, it's like once I got up there, it was tough. I had to really alter my breathing because I ran out of the oxygen. Because I
1: think what you're talking about is if you can't separate yourself, whatever it is that your self is, from the memory that's been implanted, then who are you, right? Because then at that point, you can just give me a completely new identity and I could be a different self which is the which is the whole crazy thing that you know you talk about like traveling across the universe well we're always going to be able mm-hmm. to send information much faster than physical matter right we're always going to be able to send information faster than matter because matter's got to get up to you know there's all kinds of limitations with propelling matter across the universe but information moves pretty fast and and when that information becomes yourself then you exactly. can put yourself you can travel to any in place. Space. So, at that point, if we find a way to represent the self as a collection of digital information, which obviously we're getting into lots of philosophical questions about is that all you are? Uh, let's just say for this argument, it is all you are. And you can be implanted in a cyborg that never gets old and you can just change yourself out. Oh, I broke my arm. I'll just put a new arm on. And so now you are this you show self. Up. Yeah, you show up in. I want to show up in Sweden.
0: You right shoot now.
1: yourself to a different cyborg or Mars or any place else. And ultimately, if there are aliens, and statistically speaking, there probably are. It'd be very difficult to believe that there aren't. Beardless. I, I do. By not, the way, they're definitely beardless. I don't think that they've come to visit us yet. But when they do come and visit us, if they come and visit us. It will be in that fashion. It will be. It won't be through the internet. It won't be beardless beings showing up on spaceships. It will be suddenly you'll look down and there will there will be matter assembling itself next to you into a being that has found a way to shoot information across the universe and take it take the matter from your planet and assemble itself into a coherent being. That's how they're going to come. I don't think that will happen. I think I think they'll have to be a conduit. So there'll be
0: shells. There'll be avatar shells like physical. Shell people.
1: Well, that's like what—that's the movie where they shot. They've but basically planted themselves. They have to have containers deeply in the They have earth. to have bodies. If you can get, you can't. You can't send it. Through, I you disagree. Can't email it through the internet. But what's that? What's that matter forming? If you can get matter to a place be created where you can, if you. What I'm saying is that if you are technologically sophisticated enough to send matter across the universe, data to not matter. No matter, because that because you're talking about physical things being planted. Yeah, yeah. So if you're- The te- shell, they technologically, ship the shell. They, exactly, if you're technologically sophisticated enough to send matter, whether that's shells or ships or seeds, across the universe to another planet, you already have gotten to a place where you're technologically sophisticated enough to send data that can have information that then assembles the matter that you have access to on the planet. Oh, you're saying that the data pulls, the, pulls resources from the soil. It doesn't create
0: or, or or it like attaches to the side of a skyscraper and then like pulls bricks off the side
1: Okay, yeah, I believe in that. The data <laughs> yeah. The data yeah, My yeah, whole yeah. point is that and no one's done this. I thought you were saying matter from nothing. You don't read I don't, know, read, I don't read a lot of science fiction. Uh but you know their stories. I about think it. that no but I don't somebody needs to make a movie about this. They if not have somebody, we will. Oh. Somebody's got to make a movie about that's how the aliens get here. For you sci-fi fans who read a lot more than I have, you got to tell me that somebody's thought of this that that's how the aliens come. They come as information that assembles itself using the atoms in our in our earth. But we're not going to answer that here. I, no, I don't because feel like we got to get back to the first guy who shaved.
0: But before we do, right? Would you
1: would you take the climbing Mount Everest memory pill? Yes. Without a flag. Without a flag, definitely. I'm the guy who's first in line to embrace all the weird stuff. Would, do you think, I would think I would take it with a flag because I don't think it, again, I've already told you why. No, but here's the difference. I don't wanna fool myself. As two different guys though. If you have the flag and I don't have the flag, when we sit down and talk about Everest, you're like, like Yeah, dude. but I didn't really do it. But I'm like, But I did really do it. I'm so like, dude. I, I, I'm default. Sorry. I got a better story because I really did it. And you're going to be like, No, you forgot. You had the memory implanted without the flag. I had the flag. And now we're just in an argument about who's got the flag. I'm like, No, I don't have the flag. Constantly. You're like, you're You didn't angry. get the flag implanted because that's part of the package. I'm like, Don't ruin it for me. I loved Everest. Right. I but, lost this finger. Oh, it's back. Right. And then. See how that
0: ruins our friendship? Yeah, you see what you've done to us?
1: I think what this means is that friends have to do things together exactly the same way. Like we both have to go. To take Everest the flag or don't take the flag. With or without the flag, we got to make a decision, or else you just lose friends. I
0: really think you'll be a you will even with the flag. I honestly think you will be a better person. <laughs> I think it can make you a better person. Yeah. To experience, I mean, think if you climb Mount Everest, doesn't that make you a better person? It impacts your life.
1: Yeah, it just makes you better. Period.
0: If I met, if I see like, a guy that went to the top of I mean, head or something, he's better than me. It's like watching a movie. You can watch movies that make you bet a better as a person, and you can watch movies that I guess make you worse as a person. Oh yeah, anything Tarantino does. <laughs> uh, well, so the other day I was sitting. Tarantino in my, was it, in the office, where, where in our where, office? No, not ours, but where where we're I'm supervising the post on Buddy System. You're kidding. He was. Yeah, the editor said I went to the bathroom. No, no, you're kidding. You, and he said- QT was in the building Quentin, with you? He said, I did, he comes back and he's like, I was just in the bathroom with Quentin Tarantino.
1: Quentin and Tarantino it, does post at the same facility we do? Yeah, he's, we no, do. Yeah, we he, do, He, he do. He, I, I picture him doing it in a theater at his house in the hills.
0: He, he came to this place and he was at a urinal and he said it was really weird because he was, he had both hands above his head Against the wall.
1: Of course, that's how. And he, he was like, <laughs> he was, he
0: was leaning into the urinal. That's how I'm both, gonna do it
1: from now on too.
0: No bend in the elbows. Hands outstretched. S- splattered against. Splat- you know why he does splat that? Splayed against the wall. So what? we'll
1: talk about it later. Like I don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then uh, Scott said, "I, I was like, that's Quentin Tarantino. I can't." I can't bring myself to say anything to him
1: because of his posture at this urinal. You don't talk to Quentin Tarantino when he's pissing. We all. No, you don't talk to him anyway. But definitely <laughs> not don't. in the middle of that. And he
0: said, and plus he looked really disheveled. What? When does he not? He's um, he's supervising the extended cut of Django Unchained, which is going to be released on Netflix. What? Uh, who would have thought that there is? Isn't the extended, isn't the director's cut what Quentin Tarantino puts out? Period. Like Quentin Tarantino puts out whatever
1: he wants. Not in the days of Netflix when you get that little extra I, scratch. But yeah, on the side. but now he has a, he has an even a director director cut. He's thinking about all that money he's making as he just pees all, <laughs> all of the liquids out. He's got his hallelujah hands up. up.
0: <laughs> he's peeing into that urinal, man. Uh, so an even longer Django Unchained is coming away. That's the hot. That's the hot news that I got for you. I would, I, you can't put the flag on. Well, but by the way,
1: that was, that was
0: a memory that was implanted. What if this whole thing is a pill that we've taken? Well,
1: let's not even get into the fact that it's almost a certainty that we are living in a simulation already. I haven't seen him. I'll let you know if I see him. Um, so you, you you take it with the you take it with the flag or you take it without the flag? With the flag. Yes. But you're saying I, I got to have the flag is if I'm going to do it as well.
0: Yeah, so it's like watching a movie, but it's it's a movie that's my memory and it has to feel different because it that it's a memory trip. I'm mm. taking a memory trip. Isn't that a Merle haggard lyric? Uh, take his memory trips and fight the paint. Yeah, cuz he's talking about his, uh, he's a prisoner of war. Yeah, that's all you got when you're in, when you're in prison. Yeah, when you're all, all you trips. got when you're
1: in prison are your memory trips. And think about, I mean, there's no we could doubt.
0: Sell this. We could sell this technology to prisoners. Well, there's absolutely for there's
1: absolutely no doubt that when this is figured out, if we don't annihilate ourselves before we get to this point technologically, which is, I'd say it's more likely that if we annihilate ourselves as a species before we get technologically. Or environmentally, or? Yeah, yeah, we got all kind. there's like 15 different ways that we could, everything could be blown up in the next 100 sure. years. But let's just say we get lucky and we make it through against all odds. Um, well, there's no doubt that this technology is going to happen. And you know, I was listening to something uh, on a podcast the other day, and they were talking about how, you know, if you were to bring somebody before the technological revolution to the current day they would not be able to process anything that they were seeing couldn't mm-hmm. even begin to process it. And to think about f- because of the the principle of accelerated change that ch- things continue to change more quickly as they change, there's no doubt that there's going to be a time that if we were to travel to the year 2075 or let's just say 30 you know uh, 2175 whatever, we would encounter something that we couldn't even process. And so we're processing this stuff right now. We're talking about implanted memories and trips to Everest and that kind of thing. But to think about the technological advances will be things that we can't even, couldn't process or have conversations about right now that will be more advanced than the things that we're talking about. Because surely the things we're talking about are gonna come to pass, or because they, they're just precursors to the crazy things that will come after. Yeah. So this is all, you may think we're just nuts, right? This stuff is gonna happen, guys. We're gonna be faced with these, these questions. You're gonna be able to look at a library and hit a button and get all the, get all the information. And it won't be an actual library. <laughs> that th- Those won't exist, but, but a library of information. But there'll be like a hipster retro, um, uh, what's
0: it called, skin. Yeah, there'll be like a hi- a hipster library skin you can put on it, and
1: it will be what you're choosing from. It will be most likely based on how much money you have. That will be how you get the information. You know, unless somebody decides that that's fine. The the ultra
0: the ultra rich can become self deluged, and then it'll be up to us to finally take control.
1: Oh, okay. You going to be part of the revolution, huh? <laughs> yeah. Instead of the bourgeoisie. Yeah. <laughs> I think I wanna be a part of the bourgeoisie. So just sitting up there thinking I'm on top of Everest with a Mai Tai in my hand. Who was the first guy that'll be a frozen Mai Tai? Uh,
0: well, it's alcoholic drink, it won't freeze. That's the beauty of what you said, huh? Mm. What is a Mai Tai? Um, oh no, the ra- where's the rabbit hole going? So the first guy who ever shaved, you guys have laptops, can we borrow one?
1: And have you already, have you been looking this up or have you been doing your own internet? Cody was ready he's got Google up <laughs> uh, so let's first of all I'm Jacob just gonna, you go the first guy back up Google this stuff see if you can find I something else. shaved. Cody I'm having trouble first guy who ever shaved has a uh, parental warning <laughs> you don't want you don't want to see that you don't want to see anything <laughs> shaved <laughs> give us the password
0: we're gonna we're gonna ruin your internet history here <laughs> up, up,
1: all right so literally just type in who is, no, type in the question. I just wanna see if we say the first guy who ever shaved and just see if our song comes up. Oh, The History of Shaving, moderngent.com. And then under that, we got The Guardian, when and why did men start shaving off their beards? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go with the first hit. Yeah, The History of Shaving. Now this is not like, a. this does not look like
0: a pro site. This is like a white site with just black text on it and like a very boring, sidebar menu and where one of the items is ask the barber.
1: Egyptians shaved their beards and heads which was a custom adopted by Greeks and Romans 330 BC. Shaving predates history but it was early Egyptian men and women who really established shaving and hair removal as a regular part of daily grooming. Hold on, hold on, I said we were gonna
0: agree before we started looking into this and then we got this laptop and we didn't agree. We got so over freaking zealous uh, that we no, didn't land.
1: No, well, but well, neither one of us no, said no, Egyptian. No, so I, we're both wrong. You no, know, what I said was, I said it was after history. So that's different than this. So we've, I've already been proven wrong. But we didn't it land says on. It predates it. history. I, 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 wanted I landed to, on after history. That's what I But I wanted thinking. us to agree because I was about to talk about the Egyptians. Well, let me implant that in your brain.
0: Right as I was saying, I believe it.
1: It started with the Egyptians. That's what it's going to be like in the future, man. If if you're having a if your two guys are having an argument, whoever gets to the implant faster is the one who wins the argument, you know? It's just like, I want this guy to agree with me, and then you say his little code and he agrees with you. So you, that's wrong because in the age of Google in your pocket
0: or in your glasses, it would eradicate all arguments, but that's
1: the sad thing about humanity. Oh, I wanna talk, I, that's another rabbit hole because I have mm. a, whole, a, a whole like theory about using artificial intelligence and letting them rule us. I actually have a theory about why that would ultimately be better, but you know, people are gonna hate me because I'm of just it. saying,
0: why can't arguments, the reason why Google doesn't solve arguments is because arguments aren't about being right or wrong, they're about other things. But you can pre, you can, Most pro, all you of can the program
1: time. artificial intelligence to only be concerned with truth and then let them lead, but Keep that's a whole different reading this crappy podcast. website. Um, men scraped their hair away in early times uh, in early times, man with crude items such as stone, flint, clamshells, and other sharpened materials, he later experimented with bronze, copper, and iron razors. How do they know this? They don't. Keep reading. Um,
0: Why though? Why? Why, when, and how people started shaving? Read that.
1: Okay. Out loud. Being so clean all the time was associated with fanatical behavior by outsiders. The ancient Romans thought that a lack of major body hair was some kind of terrible deformity. But not in Egypt, where priests believed that body hair was shameful and unclean. Okay. Religious belief of uncleanliness. That makes sense. Wild animals and barbarians had hair. That's Mm -hmm. what I said, Yeah, wild animals. Not the sophisticated and advanced Egyptian civilization. Being hairless was achieved by shaving using uh, debilatory creams and rubbing one's hair off with a pumice stone. Ooh, That sounds gosh. fun.
0: Yeah, click on the Guardian article.
1: Yeah, now we're, go, we're resorting to the Guardian for for truth. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I don't know much about the Guardian. Oh, goodness, okay. An analysis of fashion pictures shows that beardlessness began among young men in the 1890s. Oh, give me a freaking break. You're going back to 1890s? I just went on Ancestry.com the other night and took my own family back to the 1700s. What is this? Um, oh, Hold on, is this, are you reading comments or an article? Th- that was Dave Knoll from Claremont, California. Yeah, Dave, your whole comment is null because you yeah, just said you're not it reading begins a, in the 1890s. You're not reading an article, you're reading a forum that's titled The Body Beautiful. Here's somebody from, here's Nora from Chapel Hill. Uh, the ancient Romans also shaved their beards. Uh, well, I don't know much about fashion. Yeah, these people are just, these are these people are worse than us. Click click out of this. The Guardian just gets a bunch of numbskulls to come in and just say what they think. That's that's what this whole podcast is: is two numbskulls saying what they think. We need definitive information. Shaving Wikipedia. That's what I said about there an hour we ago. Go. Uh, shaving is the removal of hair. Oh, now <laughs> we're onto it. Now we get to the good stuff. Uh, shaving is the removal of hair. Finally, Shave, shaving in re- history. Before the advent of razors, Put hair this was-
0: where I can read it silently while you read it out loud.
1: Before the advent of razors, hair was sometimes removed using two shells to pull the hair out- Ooh, Or plucked. using water and a sharp tool. Around 3000 BC, when copper tools were developed, copper razors were invented. Okay, so they probably found copper razors. The idea of an aesthetic approach to personal hygiene may have begun at this time, though Egyptian priests may have practiced something similar to this earlier. Yeah, because ancient so Egypt goes way back. A- aesthetic
0: approach to personal
1: hygiene, that's two things,
0: that's fashion, aesthetic, and personal hygiene, which is—you um, get stuff in your beard, you know.
1: Alexander the Great strongly promoted shaving during his reign in the fourth century BC because he believed it uh, looked tidier. Uh, in some Native American tribes at the time of contact with British colonists, it was customary for men and women to remove all bodily hair using these methods. So, okay, all right. Um, when was that? What's the the earliest that we're hearing right now? Three thousand BC? No.
0: 3000 well, BC, I think copper the, tools. Yeah,
1: 3000 BC, but I think the point is, is if there was a custom that uh, the colonists ran into with the Native Americans, I mean, Native Americans, it's controversial how long they've been here, but maybe as much as 40,000 years, probably more like 20,000 years they've been in North America. So you have to assume that that custom originated way before we just showed up. So it's probably one of those things of this thing happening simultaneously in cultures. Because it can be done, oh, it sure. will be done, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah because
0: you, you can do something to your body to express yourself and it, maybe it's associated with a belief
1: of hygiene or, a, you know, spirituality. I think the religion. bottom line is it happened because it could happen, right? That is that as simple as that. Like you've got something on you that can be taken off. Well, okay, let's try that. Yeah, it's
0: no- Enough it's, people it's, live, People think things happen. It's really no different than saying why do, why do people configure their hair in different styles yeah I mean I, we could ask that question about ourselves
1: right I still don't have an answer yeah we do we, we, we got a whole chapter in the book about yeah, it Yeah, we wrote about it in the book yeah um, well that that
0: wasn't the um like the the earth-shattering groundbreaking answer that we were hoping for it's pretty it's just pretty simple it's like if it can be altered on the human body it's as soon as you can think about it, it's going to happen. Would you like a more fantastical explanation? I think we've given those, but the the one with the the guy grilling is my is is what I'm going with.
1: I'll give my alternative explanation, and that is that an ancient uh, alien species that was technologically sophisticated enough to transmit data that had the ability to control matter. And also
0: had evolved to the point that all of their hair was gone, which is clearly the path that we're all on. No,
1: no, no, it was much simpler than that. They were just practical jokers. Oh. And they sent themselves to Earth because they're so technologically advanced, they just do things for kicks now. They sent one of their dudes to assemble himself as some weird dirt man. You know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, and he was, and he, and he came out, and he like made this motion, like shave. But he was clean shaven. Yeah. Well, he. Did, well, I don't know his methods. I know that how he got there. He but didn't I, have a beard. He did something to encourage the first person to shave, and that's why people shave. That's and you, my alternate theory. And you know why he did it? For because, kicks. Because
0: someone, right? For kicks. Because someone. In that alien race that just needs to do stuff for kicks, had to go do a new thing for kicks in order to create the data that could then be instantaneously passed along to everyone else of his or her race so that they could say, You never guess what I did yesterday.
1: And they were like, Let me experience it.
0: I traveled to a planet. <laughs> I got off to. I assembled myself and I made like a shaving motion. Yeah. It was hilarious. They've probably been shaving for thousands of <laughs> then, years there now. And then, that, like, now. Whenever we go back, I bet you those fools will be shaving. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I did that. No, you didn't,
1: you, 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 you didn't put the flag on. That was the expansion pack. And that's what's happening. Oh, it all comes back. We're gonna stay in this rabbit hole forever. Wow, do well, we're, yeah, we're never gonna get out of this. That was just one question. Uh, we'll do, if you liked this. Thanks, we'll, Frank. We'll, we'll do this again. Uh, I enjoyed going down the rabbit hole. And uh, if you hated it, let us know as well. Some of you probably did. (laughs) (laughs) But we still love you. Uh, We'll talk at you next week. Yes.